Welcome to the Black Men Think Podcast. If this is your first time here, know that the views and opinions expressed by the Black Men Think Podcast, are those of the Black Men Think Podcast and not the individual members. With that being said we're about to be unapologetically, undeniably black. Enjoy. Look bro, I know it's been a week, it's been a week for all of us. Um, man, yeah, yeah. Right, it, it be like that. You know, that's the one thing I, I've learned too, man. Like the older you get, um, when them responsibilities change and things happen, it's like, bro, reality hit. <laughs> <laughs> reality hit like man right. i have a lot of stuff going on a lot of stuff going on but um i know we were talking prior to him record about last week when me and Corey we were talking about friendships and so yeah. you know I, I know you got a lot to say but so i just got y'all, one y'all was on one last week yeah. I, I was i was sitting there listening like okay, okay we this yeah. conversation got to keep going because it's, it's okay. so much more that can be said so we'll do a part you know? two then part two so okay um I just got one question. How do you deal with your friendships of the opposite sex now that you're married? <laughs> oh, <laughs> so this is a good one, bro. This is, yeah. this is, and ironically, man, I was listening to y'all last week. Um, you know, we're just kind of throwing through, going through a different few uh, conversations about friendships and you right. know, how long to keep them and when to let them go. I mean, it, it was, Great advice, by the way, you know, uh, for our listeners out there, you might want to go back and catch that when they, they drop some gems in that one. Right. Um, but man, honestly, bro, and, and, and this is a take that might shock some people. Um, and, and are we specifically talking friends of the opposite sex? We're talking friends of the opposite sex. Let, I mean, we can talk both, but we're, I, and, and okay. let's be clear, everyone, like okay. right now we're talking from a marriage perspective because both Marlon and I are married. Uh, with kids so we're going to speak from the marriage yeah. perspective on this particular episode like last week you got a perspective uh from Corey, who who is a single individual uh so this week we we coming from a married perspective so uh just to give you some <clears throat> type of heads up on, on how the conversation will be framed so uh let's start with first friends of the opposite sex okay so here's here's the take that I have on that, um, that we, I'll say we have on that, my wife and I, bro. Um, Unless these friends are friends of us, we don't do friends of the opposite sex. Mm. And and we never have, honestly. Like it, coming coming in our marriage, bro, it was one of those things where somehow, some way we were on the same page about this. Cause this this is one of those topics, bro, that can cause problems, honestly. Mm -hmm. Like, Let's let's keep it funky, you know, whether male or female, most of us have had, you know, comrades, <laughs> friends of the opposite sex that we are close to, hang out with during our single life. You know, they definitely fill spaces when we don't have right. significant others. Sometimes they fill spaces when we do have significant others, you know. I mean, let me keep it funky about myself. Like I was one of those type of guys that always had the little sisters, quote unquote, always had the you know, the sisters that, you know, that I hung out with, did stuff with, you know, low key probably kept a few in the pocket just in case, you know, for the right. future, you know what I'm saying? For some of those, and not that we, like it wasn't nothing sexual or nothing like that, but just more or less, you know, I mean, you ain't got nothing on the calendar today, you know, ain't sure, right, ain't sure right. they ain't hitting you back. You know, you got somebody you can hit up and kick it with, you know, 
right, right. Sometimes you just want the company of the opposite sex, you know? Um, gotcha. Might be going to a game, might be trying to catch a movie, hit the park, you know, go to a concert, whatever it is. If you don't have a date necessarily, you got somebody, right? And I definitely had a few of those. So, you know, the reality is a lot of them were, re were really close. Um, you know, even so much to say as probably a portion of my life, I would call a few of them best friends in a sense, mm -hmm. right? My wife wasn't really on that. She was, she wasn't. She, she was like, no, no, Negro. Let me let me talk about this for a second, because right. what's not gonna happen is we're not gonna have this girl that's just looming, mm. that's always really wanted to be with you, but you know, you know, more or less, y'all didn't take that route, or at least you haven't recently, and we're not about to have that situation up in here where she up in our stuff. You know, it's right. either me. It's gonna be me and you, and honestly, I can respect that, you know, because it was it was one of those situations where I was like, all right, and we had we had some in depth conversations about it, you know. She obviously met some of these people, um, you know. She had opinions about some of them. Some of them might have been cool. Some of them might have been like, nah, like she she that type. She gonna try you. Like she gonna try you, and she gonna try me, and I'm gonna have to be both of y'all down, you know. And it, it was just it was just the reality, you know. My wife crazy by the way, so you know, and I I love her for that, you know, but. At the end of the day, you know, I allowed her room to speak and make designations about what she wanted our relationship and our marriage to be like based on the reality that like, at the end of the day, it's about us. It ain't about the rest of these people. Now, granted, I got long-term relationships with some of these folks, right? But when it boils down to it, especially at the point where I'm, you know, getting on one knee and putting a ring up and saying, you know, be with me for the rest of my life, you know, I typed the text to this girl I used to see, claiming that I chose this cutie pie with whom I used to be. Yeah, I apologize if this message gets you down. So I cc'd every girl that I cc around town. Yeah, that's a real. You know what bar. I'm saying? That's a real bar. Shout out to shout out to to the the philosopher himself, the great three stacks, um, who spit bars for all of us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he definitely he definitely you know? did. He definitely did. Definitely did. Yeah, and so uh, for us, it was just like. All right, we we mutually agreed that unless both of us were acquainted going in to the marriage, which obviously was our was our friend's crew, like you know, she was beyond acquainted with all of us. I mean, we were all yeah, click yeah. crew, you know, in college anyway. Everybody knew everybody. Everybody knew everybody's dirt too. Right, right, right. And that was the beauty of it. There wasn't no 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 threats. And then obviously, I had two other homeboys uh, that I came up with. Shout out to Thomas and Chaz who. You know, I've known for dang near 30 years, you know, and so, um, which I love that part of y'all's conversation last week, too, how y'all got into kind of other friends outside of our group, because right. those are things, those are realities. But in, the, in terms of the girls, I went down the list and I was like, we talked through them and I was like, dang, at the end of the day, I'm going to have to let them know, like, it ain't that, you know, we, we can't be cordial, we can't have a connection or interaction, but there's probably an asterisk of some sort on every single one of y'all that honestly ain't gonna match the relationship that I'm going into. Yeah. And because of that, God bless you. <laughs> it's been real, it's been fun, but ain't gonna oh, be no hitting me up, you know? It's crazy, bro, because, you know, I had some time to think about it too, because last week, as I um, told Corey last week, like really the only female friend that I have, bro, is your wife, like really. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and outside of that, I'm just trying to think. It's crazy because I really thought about it. As as you were talking, I was starting to think about it. I was like, man, all the women that were in my life, whether they were friends or homies or whatever they were, mm-hmm. they all kind of found some type of way to disperse. And it wasn't mm-hmm. a conversation. It wasn't a... Like, there was no... Like how you had, where it was like, hey, man, this... It was none of that. Right. And like, I can, I can pinpoint some moments. So one moment I remember this young lady who, bro, I, I mean, we were, we were friends. I went, we wasn't dating or anything. I mean, we went out, but you know, it's, I, I'll put it, I'll put this on me. Like there was a gray area with a lot of women prior to my wife, just because I never defined whether we were dating, whether we were friends, whether we were just kicking it homies. Like it was all, everybody was the homie. So like, yeah, you, I put that was on. a gray area type of dude. Yeah, I was a gray area type of dude. So, <laughs> so I'll put that on me, right? So, yeah. So I can't define what this woman was to me, and it, and and honestly, if she felt that we were something else, then I've already set my apologies out to the world, like bro, like that was just immaturity on my part. So I'll I'll accept right. whatever whatever's coming to me, but I'll never forget. We're gonna come day. back to that right there. We're, let's remember that because yeah. I gotta we got we gotta speak on that. But go ahead. But um, I'll never forget, <clears throat> and like I was. I was at the crib at, at the old apartment and this was when me and my wife had first started dating. Like we, maybe we were probably like five or six months in or something like that. And she was still living in um, Metro Detroit. And uh, this young lady had, um, I think she, I helped her move or something, but some kind of way she found herself at the crib and she was going to give me like some, she was giving me a phone or something like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, do you want this? Some of this, that's what it was like. I helped her move and then she had some stuff left over and she was just like, oh, do you want some of this stuff, this or that? I was like, oh yeah, cool. I'll take it. And so she came in, in, into my room and she saw a picture of Trina and mm-hmm. she was like, yo, who was that? And, and she was like, that's your girl. I was like, I mean, she ain't officially my girl yet, but I think, you know, that's what we had it, you know, cause at the time yeah. we weren't official. We were just, you know, we were still dating, but we weren't right. official, officially boyfriend or girlfriend yet. This had to be like maybe July or August, something like that. Um, yeah. and bro, I kid you not in a matter of what to me felt like under a minute after, after I said what I said, she just like left like, <laughs> like, I mean, wow. like, like immediately walked out of my apartment. And like I said, I think wow. it had to be something. She, I think she was there temporary. And I don't remember. Maybe she came in to like, Oh, let me use the bathroom. It was something temporarily. Cause it wasn't a, like we were staying at my, my spot for a long time. It was like literally, yeah. Oh, do you want that <clears throat> stuff? I just helped you move. Like, do you want this stuff? And you can take it. I, I'm assuming she, I, I want to, if my memory serves me correct, I think she came to use the bathroom. And after that, you know, she just happened to see that. Like, bro, when I tell you, I'm just like, yo, like, like, did she just like dip out? Like, <laughs> and bro, it, it was, it wow. was, it was yeah. funny, but it wasn't funny at the same time. Cause it was just like, I think for me, that's when it clicked. Like, yo, I think we probably, in in her mind, we probably had something going on more than what I 100%. thought what was going on, right? And, and like I said, yeah. that's something that I had to deal with 
internally because the whole time I was just like, oh, like we, you know, we're just going out. We, but you know, I'm assuming I don't know, but I'm assuming in her eyes we probably were dating to go towards something. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. But now I'll never forget that day, like, bro. She she gave us a like, it was a cordless phone, like, and she just like left the phone on the on the countertop. You know how the old apartment was, bro. Like how you walk yeah. to the kid the countertop, like right. left the phone on the countertop and just like walked out the door. And I'm like, mm. just happened. Like <laughs> it was just so it was wow. so random so that was one instances bro like and then like another woman i just i don't know bro like and me and i think me and tori was like talking about this one day it was just like man you know it was like we used to hang around so many different women and they just kind of like stop we just all stopped yeah. hanging out type thing and i think a lot of that has to do with you have once you get in a relationship bro like you have a type of aura about yourself and that what a part of that is, especially for us, we are the type that we're we're all relationship type dudes anyway, right? Right. But <clears throat> I think what really happens is <laughs> this is gonna sound crazy, but I think that a lot of the women who we were around who like was cool with hanging around us, I'm not saying that they had arterial motives, but like they understood that the company that they were keeping around us possibly could lead to something else. And once the possibility was gone, it was just like, yo, okay, this is not going to happen. But also I respect them too much to mess, mess around and, and like cause anything that's going on over here. Like, I really think that, and I could be crazy in my thing, but I really think that a lot of the women who we were around, a, we were cool. Everybody was cool. We was having a good time hanging around each other, but what's the dudes? Yeah, we're good dudes. And I think because yeah. we're good dudes, they respected us enough to be like, yo, I can't just like hang around this dude and he got a girl. You like that's just yeah. we ain't that tight the way I can just like, oh, I'm just gonna be at your crib type thing. You know what I'm saying? So, you right. know, thankfully for me, I didn't have to have any of those conversations, bro. Like I'm talking about any woman that was in my life, once I got with Trina, bro, just like they withered away. <laughs> like yeah. it's just like real talk and like i said nadine is is legitimately the only woman in my life that like i can say like okay that's that's a friend like we've been knowing each other since high school but i yeah. can't i can't pinpoint anybody else like for real like i mean i have people that are i'm cool with but if i'm having an issue i know i can call nadine and talk it out with no judgment i don't know who else i could call and talk it out with no judgment right. you know what i'm saying so yeah like yeah yeah, see, I. It's interesting that you say that because I can distinctly remember a point, and this is before you know me and Nadine were ever dating, but there was a point where I had to categorize every woman that I frequented mm-hmm. for whatever purpose, you know, into two different groups. Right. And one of those groups, I had to send some text messages out, like, man, honestly. I was young, I was dumb, I was being an a-hole, you know, my apologies, like for any damage that I caused, any whatever, yada, 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 just want to send this out, you know, because I'm on a new path, trying to reach maturity and, you know, feel like I need to look back in the past and make some things right. The other group was, you know, fair game in terms of like kicking it. Right. I got new people in my life. But low key at a certain point for me, and this is a man talking, black man at that, like, 
at the point where I felt like I wanted to really figure out who was going to be my life partner, I started combing through that list, trying mm-hmm. to figure out, okay, you know, I'm at a certain age. It's likely that if I'm going to settle down with somebody for the long run, it may be somebody that I know already. Yeah. You know? And so I started considering those friends, you know, kind of almost sizing up like, okay, what's the history? What's the correlation? What's the connection that we have now? Is it, is it real? Is it something that is genuine? Is this person even potential for what I'm looking for in a wife? Or were they just supportive, just a good friend, you know, somebody to spend some time with, have fun with, you know, and I had a short list, you know, and, and people had their pros and cons and whatnot. So, you know, at the point where me and Nadine got serious, you know, obviously these are things that we chatted about, talked about. She had her list of guys, you know, friends and stuff that she was hanging out with. And really, she's the one that kind of initiated like, all right, what we're not going to do is have these gray areas still surrounding us. You know, at the end of the day, both of us know why we're here. We know what we're aiming for. You know, all of those others who are still who you even had the you know mindset to consider that's enough for me for them not to be in this picture Mm. and I respected that because I was like that makes sense you know if at any point I had any other thought outside of this is just a great person who I call a friend then that is room for anything in the future to potentially go wrong right whether we're having an argument and I need somebody to talk to and I'm not calling one of y'all. I decided to call one of the, the yeah. female homies, quote unquote, and she's in a vulnerable place and she's just ready to have a conversation. And next thing you know, we, you know, I mean, you know, that, that stuff like that can escalate. And I think, you know, going back to your original question, man, like with friends in a marriage, man, honestly, bro, I, we feel like, I feel like it saved us so many problems that I've seen so many other marriages have because we don't even have room for that kind of stuff to happen. You yeah. know, there isn't, we, we've never lived through the situation where this person or that person is calling after a certain time at night. Oh yeah. And now you got to have a conversation. We've never lived through a situation where you said too much, you know, about a fight that we had. And now right, right. I feel offended because you should have never said that about me to your friend. And now I got to look them in the face the next time they come over. We've never had a situation where, you know, she's looking at my phone or I'm looking at her phone for something completely different. And a text message comes up that's questionable. And I'm just like, this is the type of conversation y'all have. This right, and that. Right. that doesn't have to happen because we created that boundary from the beginning. And personally, you know, I know people have different scenarios, different situations, different people that they're, you know, have relationships with, but I know for us, that was like, a ton of stress that I didn't even have to think about and she didn't have to think about. So for anybody out there who might be in that space, that might be something to consider, you know, um, it's worth it. You know, I mean, you got to really consider the people in your life. What are you hanging on to them for? Right. You know, and if you are finding reasons to hang on to them, they need to be just as like your spouse needs to be just as comfortable and connected to them as you are. Y'all kind of spoke about that last week. Yeah, I think I think that part is super important, bro, because at the end of the day, man, like when you're when you're getting married, um, you know, that's that's your priority. It should be your priority. If it's not your priority, then there are some things that you need to work out. Right. Like when you get married, your spouse, (laughs) your spouse comes before friends, your spouse comes before 
other family members. Like it, it's yeah, it's it's a priority list. And, and the simplest way that, because I know some people may say like, oh no, you know, mom, mom, like look, I'm not saying that you can't have a relationship with your mom or a relationship with your dad. All I know mm-hmm. is if I'm on the phone with my mom and my wife call, I'm hanging up from my mom until I call her back. You know what I'm saying? It's just that simple. It's just that simple. Right. And so, you know, I, I think that having those boundaries put in place and, and having those conversations early, like for us, it, it we didn't have to have that conversation. It, it was like mm-hmm. an understood thing in our household where, you know, we, the conversation that we had early on was like, my wife let me know, like, look, yo, like you're a flirt and you might not realize it, but you are a flirt. And so mm-hmm. a lot of those women who you thought that you were just like being homies with, no, you, you were dating them. And I guarantee if, mm-hmm. if, if you, if you had a real conversation with those women, they will let you know that, no, no, I, I dated JD. Like yeah. that's their conversation to other people. Like, no, yeah, we dated like, no, we went in a relationship, but yeah, we dated. And so, when you start learning about yourself and learning like who you are and the things that you're doing, you have to realize that, you know, if you don't put certain boundaries in play, the same way that I, I was Mr. Gray area back then, mm-hmm. I could easily be Mr. Gray area in my marriage right now with all of these friends that's, that's around. Yeah. And, and next thing you know, like, Hey, I'm using this friend for emotional support here. I'm using this friend for, um, just casual conversation and that slowly turns into emotional support, casual conversation, casual sex. Like it's, it, it, it might sound crazy, 100%. but it's just that easy because 100%. all you're doing is just like you're taking away something from here, from, from your home base and you're utilizing it over here and your home base starts to get thinned out. Right. Because like things that you should be telling your home base. Now you're, you're giving all of that information over to the opposite sex and like, man, you know, my thing is ultimately when it comes down to it, if you have a friend of the opposite sex, my wife would have knew about him day one. Like I wouldn't have, it wouldn't be a big deal. It'll be like, literally, it'll be just like how, how I introduced her to y'all. It would have been the same thing. Like, because I know there's nothing, there's nothing to hide there. Most of the time when people have a friend of the opposite sex, they're trying to think about how can I introduce them to my, my wife, like, or my girl, yeah. like, how can I, how can I spark this conversation when it's nothing there, bro? It's easy because you don't care. It's mm-hmm. like, no, like, yo, this, this such and such, this, my, um, this, my girl and walk off when you got to be timid and you're trying to figure out like, yo, how can I, should I like, if you got to do that, yeah. bro, something's there. And, and what do you right. Yeah, you absolutely right. There. You know what I mean? Like other than that, you introduce it like it's the homie. Like for real, like no, this, this Marlon, this Corey, like <laughs> here you go, like yeah. yeah, it's not, it's not a big deal, like here you go, you want their number, you can call them, talk to them, like I don't, I don't care, so yeah. yeah, but you have to be careful with that though, bro, because it can go, it can go in another direction very fast. Speaking of that, what what about friends in the workplace? You know, like like what is that? What what are the boundaries that should be set there? Or you shaking the head, you sound like you got something to say, bro. Go with it. I have a rule. Okay. I and, and I, I'm I'm working remotely now, so this rule don't really apply anymore. But when I was in office, I would never go out to eat by myself with a female coworker. Like okay. if it was just us, like on one on one, I would never do it. 
I don't care if like gotcha. it could have been my boss. Like, never do it. And and that was just what's the, what's what's the reason? What's the reason? Because there, bro. I put it like this. You know that I know a lot of people, and a lot of people know who I am in the city, right? Yeah. It's so easy to get caught up, misconstrued. Mm-hmm. The last thing that I need to happen is like, yo, I saw, I saw JD out with somebody. And now that's a conversation that we got to have for, for no reason at all, because no matter how I want to put it, yo, you, um, somebody just hit me and said, they saw you at such and such with somebody. Now we having a conversation about, and, and it's not even a trusting at this point, because yeah. now even if it is a coworker, there some type of dialogue need to happen at home, bro. Like, there's no need, and, and some people gonna people gonna hear this and they are gonna be like, bro, y'all tripping. That's cool. We we open for debate. Hit us in the comments. Right. That's cool. We're not here for everybody to agree with what we're talking about. I'm just giving it to you straight how I feel. But like, my thing is, bro. Like, if I'm out to eat with um somebody, a coworker, female coworker, and we having a conversation. No matter what, the conversation is going to leave work. It's going to leave the work tone. Like it's not going to be a work related conversation if you out spending an hour with somebody. Because guess what? That's going to turn next week. Y'all going out again. Then mm-hmm. next week, y'all going. And what do you know? Tonight, bro. Like y'all, it ain't just going out to lunch. Y'all actually going out on date. Y'all dating at work. And you. And it sounds yeah, crazy. Factual. But. I guarantee what's happening, you're going to go out and you're going to stop talking about work. And the minute that you stop talking about work, the only other thing to talk about is personal. Like it, it, mm. just, it is what it is. Like after that conversation true, is, it's going to go personal. Now you might not go as personal talking about what's happening in your house, but your personal might be like, man, you know, I really, I really like art. <laughs> I like music. <laughs> Right, y'all getting to know each other. Y'all getting y'all getting to know each other. Y'all getting to know each other. And now you spend that that conversation over to two months. That's eight dates. Y'all going out once a week. Y'all going out every Thursday. Y'all for an hour. Y'all getting to know each other. And by in in two months' time, she know your favorite color. She know what meal you (laughs) like to eat. And then guess what's going to happen? Guess what's going to happen next? Next, she's going to bring lunch for you. Wow, she's cooking for you. You don't want to know wow. why, because she knows that you like spaghetti. So now she's bringing. She cooked. She cook, she just made some. Oh, I, this is nothing. I, sh- here you go with garlic bread, all that, all all the stuff you like. She yeah, lasagna. <laughs> you, oh, you like Italian, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Chicken parmesan, like yeah. I, sh- that's happening because y'all been having these conversations at at, at lunch, not about work, and you're talking about things that you like. And next thing you know, guess who just so happened to pull your name for the for the holiday party? So now you got a gift. So so now you got a gift coming away from this person. Like, bro, I, I'm, bro, being, sarc- it, bro. I'm being sarcastic in my tone, but I'm telling you, bro, this yeah. is how these things happen because it's so easy, it, especially if you are perceived as a good guy, and, and especially when you're married, bro. Like, you are, you are something to obtain yeah right just like how dudes like we are hunters bro when you married and you like you got your stuff together like you look like a project like oh man like 
I bet I can take him from his girl. I don't even want him, but I bet you I can take him from his girl. Let me see if I can do it. <laughs> if he take the food, if he take the food, I got him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you brought me lunch? Man, you ain't have to do that. Yeah, I appreciate it. Now you eat, man, this good. Shoot, my wife don't even cook spaghetti like this. That that's the point right there, bro. That point right that you just said right there. Eventually, mm-hmm. cause she gonna catch you on a bad day for one. A day 100%. when you and your wife ain't seeing eye to eye. Hundred percent. What's gonna happen is you gonna start comparing. You ain't gonna mean to. You ain't, you ain't gonna, gonna mean to. It's just gonna happen. Man, I just like I just really like the way she, you know, really understood when I was talking about mm-hmm. this. It seemed like my wife wasn't understanding that. Man, I just, you know, I mean, it seemed like she liked the same type of foods I like. Mm-hmm. You know, my wife always tripping when I when, when we go there or whatever. Man, she's just so much more simple. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to happen. And and it's gonna happen vice versa for the ladies listening too. We're not leaving y'all out either. You know, while you out, you just Dudes do the enjoying same. the good. You know, you're just passing the time during your lunch break with somebody else, some other male. But at the end of the time, at the end of the day, you're gonna start enjoying the company of that other guy. You're gonna start noticing things. You know, you're probably gonna start appreciating how they dress. Mm-hmm. Probably gonna just pop by. See, at the point where you're just popping by the office and you're leaning on the wall and you're just having a casual conversation. No, you're getting there yeah. early. You're getting there early now. Yeah. Getting early. You used okay. to hate going to work. You used to get to work at right at nine. Now you're right. pulling up at eight because that, he or she pull up at eight. Now y'all got to already Yeah, yeah. Now y'all got to already yourself before work even start. So now y'all right. just yeah. Now y'all predating. <laughs> <laughs> y'all got the predate before work. Y'all predate you know before saying? work, bro. Going to lunch. Probably probably walking out the office together. And then this is what's gonna happen right here. This is gonna be the kicker. Yo, what you doing? What you doing Friday night? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. My um, my wife, she going, she going out of town on a work retreat. Like, shoot, y'all when you want to go and get some drinks after work? And now it went from like a casual lunch at yeah. work to now you're Ooh. dating outside of work. Because all it takes is like once or twice, bro, and then it's a snowball effect. You do it one time now. And, and, and granted, bro, I'm saying this from the perspective of of saying that you're not even trying to cheat. It's just the um, the the amount of time because, as you know, sure. when you work with somebody, you're spending more time at your job than you do at home for the most part, bro. Like it just that's pretty much everybody. It's just yeah. that's just how the world yeah. is set up. Like you getting up at at six. Most people are getting ready. They going into work by seven thirty, eight o'clock for most people. You there from eight or nine till five or six you get home you probably got an hour or two with the wife and the kids and then you're going to sleep <laughs> and you're doing it all over again and that's monday through friday for most people right for most people because right. everybody's trying to get their six to eight hours of sleep in so when you look at it you at work for eight to nine hours a day there you're in traffic for an hour to and from so now we're looking at that's that was that that's eleven hours you sleep for eight. That's you know what I'm saying? So it's just the time start add, adding up, bro, where you you are legit spending more qualified time at work with somebody than you are at home, you know, with, with your spouse. And so it's so easy for that stuff to happen, bro. Well you y'all going out to lunch once a week and now y'all y'all go happy hour once a week. Y'all yep. you dating them more than you dating your wife. Hundred percent. And 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 listen, and listen, most of our jobs especially after COVID have team chats and such, you know, going on. And sometimes that, that chat room gets, gets too private, you know, like you, 
if you're out there, you're you're that person that you've been going to lunch with. Now y'all chatting all day. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got sidebar conversation has nothing to do with work. Nothing to do with work. You're sending each other links and all kind of other stuff. You know, what do you think that is? I put it like this, man. If there are things that are happening, conversations, outings, connection times with people at your office, at your job, wherever you are, that you wouldn't go home and tell your wife all about, tell your husband all about, nine times out of 10, it ain't right. Yeah. Something about it ain't right. And you have to kind of look yourself in the mirror and make some real calls, real decisions for the sake of your marriage. Your marriage might not be going well. Let's keep it real. You might have some issues at home. Most of us have things that we've harbored, held on to, resentment, hurts, you know what I'm saying? And nine times out of 10, those things cause distance. They cause a disconnect between you and your spouse. Right. But that's not an excuse. That's not an excuse for y'all to not figure that out and talk through that stuff. It might not be the easiest to talk through. Some people are hard to talk with. Some people just don't, you know, know how to have those type of hard conversations. You get defensive. Right get hurt quickly you might misread something but at the end of the day as a husband and as a wife it's your responsibility to figure that stuff out for the sake of your marriage for the sake of your family if you have kids um and honestly man like you know for the sake of y'all being a good example of a, of a, of a couple out there especially us black couples man right. i mean Absolutely. as many as many times as as you know we have broken homes you know single parents raising kids on their own because of whatever relational problems happened earlier. Um, we need to reunify the black family um, in our communities. And it takes work. It takes humility. You know what I'm saying? You got to get the pride out the way. Talk through those issues. It takes honesty. Talk about the things that are going to hurt your wife or hurt your, hurt your husband. Because guess what? They need to know. Yeah. And y'all need to talk, talk through them and figure them out together. Um, you know, so that you can kind of create some guards and boundaries. You'd be surprised how you knew who you married to begin with, right? Right, right, right. The, the issues along the way cause trouble, but at the end of the day, you chose that person for a reason. Trust them with your stuff. Trust them with your problems, your issues, you know, maybe even your the things that you struggle with, you know? Trust them enough so that y'all work through them together. They're much better than the people at your job. Guarantee you that. Oh, yeah, bro. Like, <laughs> people at your job, man, they... They're they're using you for for a break from from their reality, and Facts. as soon as you wake up and realize that like man this ain't gonna work, it's just like it's it's too late. Like the damage has been done, bro. So right. you have to be careful with that. You have to really be careful with that because like the workplace for sure is just a breeding ground of like trust me, bro. Let's 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 think best case scenario. You find love at your workplace. Now you literally leave home and go to work where your home is. So you're around that person 24 hours a day for the most part. Y'all working. So whenever there's an argument at home, that argument continues at work. So even if your best case scenario, you find love in the workplace. Now you have to deal with another layer of something there. Like the workplace, just in my opinion, just not the place for it, bro. Like you just, yeah. there needs to be some type of separation, some type of separation. But, you know, um, we say all that to say, hey, man, just have a conversation with y'all with y'all wives man like and just let them know where where you're at with everything um yeah. 
and and I stand on when I say that if if you have a uh, friendship of the opposite sex, it shouldn't be an issue telling your spouse about it. If you have to hesitate in thinking about talking to your spouse about that person, then there's a reason why you're hesitating, and you got to give yourself an honest, you know, an honest conversation with yourself and, and realize like why are you holding back if it's just yeah. friends? Because if it's just friends, it, it shouldn't be nothing to have that conversation with your spouse and tell them like, yo, this is such and such. We met in, you know, in freshman year of college or whatever. Yeah. And we've been through a lot. It ain't never, we ain't never went this way. Like, this is like, I treat her like my little sister. Um, I want you to meet her because she's important in my life. And I know that you're important in my life. And it, I think it's best for y'all Y'all ain't got to be best friends like we are, but you need to know who this is because this person's in my life. If you can't man up right. and have that type of conversation with your spouse, then there's something else going on there, bro. And you got to be real about that. You got to be real about yeah. that. So, um, oh man, I forgot forgot to introduce. We had a new uh, new patron this week. Thank super yeah. shout out to all of our patrons, man. Like we really appreciate y'all for supporting us. Like it means more than everything. Uh, that y'all supporting our Patreon. So shout out to Angela. Um, I decided that I'm not going to give people uh, their first and last names out. So shout out to uh, Angela uh, S. You know who you are. So we appreciate you appreciate for, you, um, for joining the Patreon and, and, and your support. Uh, we, we definitely thank you. And if anybody else want to join our Patreon account, uh, just click the links in our bio. Go there, you can get the bonus content. You get the real from us. Um, even though we give y'all the real here, y'all get more real from us. And sometimes y'all get like bonus yeah, episodes. Some we had pods that we had prior to this that that you know you can get our earlier pod that we started working on. So uh, if you want that bonus content, go ahead and hit the Patreon account, um, and you know get whatever tier you want. We drop content for everybody on on all tiers. But if you want the ultimate prize package then go to our uh, thinker tier and you get the, the majority of every content that we put out so uh shout out to to you again angela for joining our patreon account this week um yeah. let's see black um oh see our uh black thought uh, let's see let's see what questions we had uh, what the listeners got for us Okay, this is this is actually we have a couple of questions, but I'm going through this one here. I think it's kind of like right on par with what we're talking about. So, what okay. qualities do you value the most in a friend? Hmm. What qualities do I value the most? Um, unapologetic honesty. I'll start there. Um. You know, I feel like my best friends, and y'all talked about this last week, and I was listening, like, yeah, 100%. Like, we don't hold back, you know? Right. You know, we ain't, we ain't really, worried, really worried about your feelings because we're going to tell you the truth. Um, <laughs> right. You know, we ain't doing it for the sake of hurting you. We're doing it for the sake of helping you, you know what I'm saying? Right, 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 100%. Um, but, we, but, you know, along with that comes accountability. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I say that. I say... Uh, yeah, I mean, you guys just gotta, y'all gotta accept each other at the end of the day, you know, good, bad, ugly. Yeah. Yeah, man. I um, 
Excuse me. I, I I agree with that 100%, man. Like that 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 accountability is definitely one of the bigger things for me, the accountability um and transparency. I think if you have the accountability and transparency, then I think um that that's the basic ground level for um for a friendship. You know, be yeah. accountable to to my actions and you know, be able to tra- be transparent with me whenever I'm off or when I'm when I'm up or when I'm down. You can be transparent with with whatever's going on with me, so we can have a a, a conversation that we both can value. So I think if we have those two things, we we well on our way on being um, have a solid friendship. So um, outside of all of that, man, look, we thank y'all. We appreciate y'all. Thanks for tuning in to the Black Man Think podcast. Um, if you want bonus content definitely subscribe to our patreon account um if you don't want to subscribe to patreon that's cool bro let's come here and, and and chill with us for free and we still gonna give y'all you know great content that's that's our job man we're trying to be a voice for black men and, and show y'all that we we are black men that think and we are doing some different things in our community trying to uplift our community through our conversation so um outside of that man tell a friend to tell a friend <laughs> And uh, we'll see y'all next week. The Black Men Think Podcast.